0: I'm so sorry. Would it be alright if I interviewed you for a second? Okay. Thank you. I decided to walk around the campus of Roger State University and ask its students the age-old question. What do you want to be when you grow up? I got a couple answers that sounded like this.
1: I want to be a teacher. A nurse. Engineer.
0: However, the majority sounded something like this.
1: I don't know. Um, I'm not too sure yet. Man. I don't know. Let's see if I graduate.
0: I, too, am a clueless college kid who has no idea what she wants to be or where to start looking. It's normal to feel lost, alone, and confused while making this big decision or even rethinking the choice you thought was right for you. Originally, I thought I wanted to be a government agent that specialized in helping people get out of human trafficking. However, after being diagnosed with anxiety and coming to the realization I was watching too much Criminal Minds, I decided it wasn't the right career path for me. Now it feels like I'm left with very short amount of time to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life. So no pressure or anything, but I know I'm not alone in this feeling. According to Business Wire, 51% of students are not confident in their career path when they enroll in college. And two thirds of students feel overwhelmed by the process of selecting a major. It can be stress inducing, having so many options to choose from with little to no time. It can be difficult finding the path you are meant to go down. So to help navigate you and me, I'm gonna go through some tips on how to choose the right major for you and interview people on how they decide it themselves. I'm your host, Guy. This is Life on College Hill. Choosing the right major is sometimes a hard, tedious process. Universities provide lists upon lists of offered majors, but there's no way to narrow down which is right for you without going through the list, major by major. Taking career assessments or BuzzFeed quizzes isn't always completely accurate to your personality or interests. These quizzes only have select majors programmed in and ask you irrelevant questions like, what's your favorite dog? In this podcast, I'll give you a list of questions you should consider when deciding your major. However, I can't do this alone. Thank you for sitting down with me today.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking me to do this. This is actually something I'm kind of passionate about. Can I,
0: get you I decided to sit down with um, Isaac Dean, actually, a water sophomore water? here I at RSU. Uh,
1: thank you for the water.
0: Okay, so Isaac, I wanted to sit down with you today specifically because I know you have an interesting story when it comes to your college experience and how you got here. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So interesting fact about me. I wasn't sure I wanted to go to college. My first problem was that I didn't know what I wanted to do with like my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, secondly, the whole financial burden of college because I didn't want to spend a ton of money on a degree I wasn't sure I wanted to use, if that makes sense. So I didn't want to put money into this area of my life if I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So, I was looking at a few places. I still wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I think I was geared towards communications in the beginning. And so, the reason I came to RSU was because, for one, they had this amazing communications department. I mean, we've got our radio station. We've got the TV broadcasts. Both were super appealing to me. So, that was sort of a big reason I came um, to Roger State University. I still didn't quite know what I wanted to do. But... You know, I listened to the authorities in my life that were like, listen, like, you don't have to know. I didn't believe them, but I sort of took their word for it. And I was like, I'm just going to do something that interests me.
0: Along with the student perspective, I wanted to bring on someone who was in the workforce doing a job they loved. So I brought on Gina Raycon, the Title IX coordinator and interim vice president here at RSEO. All right, Gina, so aside from being the Title IX coordinator and interim vice president here at RSU, can you tell me what you do outside of that?
2: Yes. So what I do outside of that is student conduct and development. Um, Conduct, obviously, is when students do things they shouldn't do, um, and it occurs outside of the residence halls. I handle that. But more so, it's student development. And for that, we do things, everything from volunteering at the MLK parade. Um, We have themed meals in Chapman. And so trying to provide some diverse education on meals around the world, things like that. Um, But basically, the majority of my time is working with students who have a need, um, who have an obstacle in their education, and trying to help them navigate how to overcome that. Whether it be helping them with food insecurity, um, helping them get Section 8 housing, um, or just really talking them through how to navigate what is going on in their world with time management, referring them to counseling. It's just finding the student's need and then matching it to a resource that we have. And if we don't have that resource, finding a local resource that we can provide for them.
0: Now that we know who the experts are, we need to know what qualifications they have and what major they chose in college. This will help us get to know their background and why they chose the major that they
2: did. So my major was psychology, and I learned that I did not want to be a licensed therapist. And I learned that about my senior, senior year. Um, And so I knew that I always, I have always wanted to work at a university. Um, That is my heart. It's where I grew up. And so I was talking to my father about it, and he suggested law school. He had pointed out that President Boren, who was the president of OU at the time, had a law degree. Um, My goal was eventually to be a college president. I have since, I have since changed that goal. Um, my goal would be to be a vice president. I don't want the final authority, um, but I knew that having a law degree would help me kind of start in the higher education world, a level higher on that on that chain on that um, ladder to go up. And so I use that degree every single day.
1: I decided to go with calm because I consider myself an artist, and so I really liked the idea of being able to I don't know hone or, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, emphasize my artistic talents already. So I had this vague idea of, like, working in the film industry and using my, I mean, the coursework for this this major that I had chosen was things like audio production, visual production. That would sort of help me get there. But it was really just a vague idea still.
0: During this interview, Isaac kept using past tense when referring to his major.
1: I think I was geared towards communications in the beginning.
0: I needed clarification an answer. Is Isaac hiding something? I needed to get down to the truth. So I asked him the question that was plaguing all of our thoughts. So Isaac, I'm getting a bit of mixed signals here. Did you change your major?
1: What's super funny to me is that going into college, I had one priority and it was to not change my major. So, um, so many of my friends and then like some of my siblings, you know, had gone into college and they like flip-flopped all around and it made things more complicated. And I was like, not me. I am going to waltz in there and, like, stick to one degree the whole time and, I don't know, like, do that for the rest of my life. I don't know why I thought that. I was just crazy. But <laughs> as I was taking my econ classes, I really liked them. But I just – I had this conviction that it wasn't what I wanted to do in terms of, like, a career because uh, I love art. But maybe, maybe I don't want to get paid for it, if you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like a hobby.
0: Can you describe this conviction, this feeling?
1: Yeah. So on top of – so I was taking my calm courses and there I enjoyed them, but I think in my mind when I thought about like sitting in a computer and editing audio for six hours, which is things that I was doing, I was like, this isn't something that I find fulfilling as a career path. What really it came down to so I was having sort of a hard semester just because these things they were really bothering me, you know, like I called my brother and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. And he was like, listen, you need like a direction. He's like, that is something that I think would just help you understand what you're looking for.
0: Isaac came into college with the goal a lot of freshmen do, to not switch your major. I want to make it completely clear that it is okay to switch your major. It's okay to test out different majors to see which one works best for you. If you're worried that you'll become behind or you'll stand out, don't be. According to Higher Ed Education, a survey concluded that 80% of college students switch their major during college. One quarter of those students who landed on their major senior year still graduated in four years. So, take your time. Test paths out. See what calls you.
1: Hello? Oh, hey Nate. Yeah, I'm good. How are you?
0: On the phone, his brother pointed out that you needed a sense of direction, somewhere you can see yourself in five plus years. This direction will help you envision what you want to do and push you forward into doing it. As Isaac pointed out, you can find this through tasks you find fulfilling to do. You can't spend the rest of your life doing an unfulfilling task day after day. You'll become bored and burnt out. Knowing what fulfills you, whether it be philanthropy, chemistry, or even editing audio for six hours can help you define your path. However, knowing the difference between an interest and a genuine calling can be hard to differentiate. I asked Gina how she figured this out for herself. And we're going to hear about it after the break.
2: Here's your homecoming week activity lineup at RSU. On Monday evening, stop by Jay Farley's for karaoke. Tuesday, the International Flag Ceremony will take place at 6 p.m. in the DCTC, followed by Bingo Night at 8 p.m. in Chapman Hall. Wednesday, join in on the dodgeball tournament at 7 p.m. in the Bushyhead Fieldhouse. Friday, head on down to the Homecoming Dance from 8 to 11 p.m. at 320 on Main in downtown Claremore. Finish off Homecoming Week Saturday with a tailgate party and the Homecoming Basketball game at the Claremore Expo Center
0: now that we've discussed finding a sense of direction and deciphering what fulfills you, we need to talk about pinpointing what exactly calls to you. This isn't always easy. So I asked Gina how she differentiated a fleeting interest from a genuine calling.
2: I have always been interested in people. I just have a heart to help people. And I knew that as we were getting more into the senior level of the psychology classes and they were kind of talking about it more in the terms of like, if you were a counselor and you're having to work with someone this is kind of something that you would do and i was just um i take things to heart and i knew that i wouldn't be able to stop my job at five o'clock and then go home and not worry about these students but i knew that there was a need on college campuses um to help students and to help students in a way that was not that one-on-one therapeutic after i'd passed the bar exam i went to tennessee to work to get my two years of -of out-of-state experience And in my two-year out-of-state experience, it turned into 10 years, um, and it was student affairs. And what happened is that about year four, I looked up and realized, oh,
0: this is exactly
2: what I want to do. This is exactly where I should be. Um, And so I'm in my 15th year of student affairs specific in higher education, um, and it has all been revolved around development, conduct, residence life, And in your specific job, would
0: you say the good outweighs the bad?
2: It's hard sometimes not to take some of those cases, if you will, home at night. Um, There's some really hard things, really, really hard things that I deal with. But also there's some really fun things. But it's not something that is every day because the balance of what I do is really what, um, what I love.
0: When deciding her career, Gina looked at what her values and priorities are to decide what she wanted to do. She knew she wanted to help people, but she knew she was extremely passionate and caring, which can blur the lines between professional and personal. Gina went into a completely different career field from her major, which is totally normal. We actually have an entire episode about going into the workforce and the process behind that, if you want to give that a listen. But Gina found her calling by evaluating her priorities and values. Isaac also did this when deciding his major.
1: Really I looked at my priorities. I was like, where do I want to be? I was taking intro to psych and one other psychology course just for gen eds. And I loved the coursework. I loved the way that it challenged me. I loved like how it was sort of developing into a new person. You know, things that are artistic or creative come easily to me. Those are just, I don't know, they're just my strengths. And psychology was sort of challenging me in that way. So I was like, maybe, maybe I should switch to psych.
2: I think that it's okay to, first of all, to question it. Um, I think that it is very much preached at students, you know, as soon as they come into college their freshman year and things, to pick a career, pick a major, and go for it. And if you know what you want to do, that is great. Um, But you can also take some time to decide. It's okay to change your mind. I changed my mind a couple of times when I was in college. But once you find something that you are truly interested in, I would say that you will have experiences in your college career or in your work career that you are going to absolutely be able to go, nope, not for me, absolutely not. And then you're going to have some that you're going to go, you know, I really enjoy doing that. What are some other things in that area that could be just as fun or just as rewarding to do? And so that is how. I think that people can choose their paths is by looking at what their true interests are and what they feel good about doing. Because if you don't feel good about what you're doing, it's going to be a really hard, hard path.
1: I was learning to be patient with myself. I was learning that I really do, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I have a lot of time to figure out what I wanted to do. And I realized that, you know, if I wanted to do psychology, which is something I did want to do, I was just sort of scared that I needed to. So I switched to psychology because I was like, you know what career I can really see myself doing is being like a licensed counselor.
0: While I was interviewing Isaac, it was like suddenly a light bulb turned on.
1: I'm a community counseling major now. That's my goal. I would love to be a licensed therapist in some way. Maybe, I'm not sure what that'll look like. I'm still sort of figuring out my focus, but the idea Feels fills me with a lot of fulfillment. This year, I've been taking a lot of psych courses. But on top of that, I'm also keeping my calm minor because, again, these are things that I do love to do. You know, I love to be a part of audio production and I love to uh, create things. And I love what that minor affords for me.
0: The point Isaac is trying to make is that he faced his fear about switching his major. You can think about deciding or switching your major all day long. However, nothing happens until you take initiative. The first step is always the scariest on your life path. As Isaac was saying, learn to be patient with yourself. You are not in a rush to figure out your life. You have time to decide and test out your different interests. Your journey to happiness and success starts with you. All right. So you mentioned transitioning your communications broadcasting major to a minor. Can you explain why you thought it was important to keep that minor and why you believe minors are important?
1: I'm a firm believer that like I can use this minor in like a mental health field. You know, let's say I go in and I'm, you know, at first I'm just a counselor and then maybe I'll be like a director or something. I think I can use these tools for outreach or for education. Again, I think I'm not just here to get a degree, to get myself into the workforce really college is this experience to understand yourself and to understand the world and so i just i think the lessons i'll learn from you know getting this minor and this major will just i just think it's going to set me ahead
0: do you ever in the future see yourself combining your major and your minor some way to do some sort of project
1: i absolutely do i mean i guess that's not necessarily my goal but i think I absolutely think, I mean, as if I'm gonna be a mental health professional one day, I think communication's a huge part of that. And my, my courses in this minor really helped me get there.
0: Minors can truly add to your major. If taken correctly, they can enhance the skills within your major. A marketing major can design their own advertisements with a graphic design minor, or a strategic communications major can use an international relations minor to better understand business deals abroad. The addition of a minor is something huge to consider when deciding your major. What skills could benefit you in addition to your major? Your needs, wants, and desires are important. Follow what makes you happy. Gina wanted to expand upon
2: this topic specifically. I think that it's okay to evolve and to recognize that what your path is doesn't have to look like what your parents' path did. It doesn't have to look like what your grandparents' path did. Um, it's what's right for you and it's what's right for should you choose to have a family um, that works with them. And so I think that that is something that I thankfully have not struggled with it because I honestly have found my dream job and I found my dream job right out of law school. And I don't think that many people have that fortunate of a path. Um, I know I'm very lucky and blessed, but I have friends who have changed careers and they are just as successful And choosing to leave one career to start another one does not mean, it does not mean that you were not successful on your first path. It just means it's time for a change. Um, And I think that that is something that the older generations really kind of thought, well, if you change your path, oh, you must have failed or you must have done something wrong. Nope, not true. You want a new adventure. Um, And I would hope that that is something that people realize. Gina touched
0: on an important aspect of life most people choose to ignore. Failure. We as people tend to look at failure through a negative lens. But we can redefine failure into a positive thing.
1: Along the way, maybe you'll find that's like, maybe that's not the right path for you. And then you'll just change it. You know, there isn't this one story, this one path. Like There's not this one thing out there for you. I think the biggest lesson I've learned that has brought me so much peace is, you know, have patience with yourself. I think that's where we start. Start with understanding that like we're all still like, we're all just still young. And the best thing about college is like what I said before where it's like all these experiences are going to help you in the long run, whether you use the degree or whether you like, I just, I think the lessons that we learned when it comes to critical thinking and problem solving are just gonna get us a long way.
0: Isaac and Gina have helped guide us into thinking about what questions we should be asking ourselves when it comes to our major. Am I headed in the right direction? Am I taking my personal values into consideration? Am I facing my fears when it comes to my future? Am I being patient? Am I looking at failure through the wrong lens? These are the questions that can help guide you to your right path. I want to thank Isaac and Gina for coming onto my podcast. I saved what I thought was their best piece of advice for the end.
1: Something that really helped me was just, you know, I started with like this broad picture or like this broad world where it's like, what do I want? You know, what do I want to be? What do I want to bring to the world? And so for me, it's always been like to be a light. I just want to, I just want to light up the world any way that I can. I don't need to make a big impact, but what does that look like? And so find that broad picture and then think of a path that you can see yourself on, you know, fulfilling that role and just working towards a goal.
2: You will have hard days. You will have hard months, hard years. But if you feel good about it, at the end of the day, when you go home and you're sitting there and you're like, you know, and today was hard, but this is better because of it, or I'm better because of it, you know, that's just kind of that affirmation of, um, yeah, I think I'm on the right path.
0: Finding your way in life is anything but easy. However, I hope this episode has shown you ways to help you find your place in this universe. Remember, College is a journey of self-discovery, and every path is unique. Embrace the challenges, cherish the memories, and most importantly, believe in your journey. This has been Life on College Hell. Please rate, like, and share this podcast. Remember to listen to more episodes by fellow students. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm your host, Guy. Thanks for listening.
2: Bye.